Yo, yo, yo. Ah, we bring it back again. Hey, 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 hey. It's a candy. It's a just coffee show. It's a just coffee show. Just coffee show. Hey, just coffee, just coffee, just coffee podcast show. Just coffee, 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 Okay. See, I know that right now you're wondering why is there plenty voices in the air? It's not, it's not in my head. It's not in my head. I have people, I'm surrounded. I am surrounded by people, people. I am surrounded by people, people. I am surrounded by people, people. Who's coming down? Who's coming down? Who's coming down? Okay, good. So today on the Just Coffee Show, as I said before, I am surrounded by people. And this people is based on the topic we have today. Today is all about the assumptions that of coffee. I have heard different things about me in this life. In fact, I am now second guessing if I used to exist before somewhere else based on what I've heard about me. Yes, it's scary and it is very funny. Prepare to listen to the greatest assumptions that have ever come forth. The things that they've heard and the ones that they know. You shall hear it today. In the building with me is none other than the flying jet, the flying bunkie. You are now tuned into the Just Cafe podcast, the lifestyle show that covers entertainment business, pop culture buzz, and self-development tips. Here is your host, the dance queen, Cafe. So assumptions that I've heard, some I've heard, some I've heard, I cannot shout, some have shout, I cannot hear. We have heard and now we shout, let everybody hear them shout, Amen. So in the building, I have the, no other than somebody that we need to strain him, we need to tie him to the floor. Because it's known as Sea Fly. Oh. oh my god. Like Sea oh no. Fly is Calisto Sea Fly. He is a B-boy, stunter, dancer, choreographer, Emanuela, Evrala, Sandra La, Megrala, Shedrach, and Abednego. Yes. And he's joined here by Mr. B-Brain. From the Bove Nation, you know. The Bove Nation. Okay, I don't know. That, that sounds like some retarded kind of feeling, but, you know, I deal with different kind of mental <laughs> cases, so this is just one of the mental cases. Mental case. Hey! Start to the craze! That's exactly what it is. So... Beside me here, I don't know why she is beside me, but they said I have a very big girl. She is always by my side. <laughs> a very big girl by my side. So her name is Kofunjo Korete Nejo. I'm the liquid meter. Uh-uh. Wow. She's wow. like, she's in a bell's gay. Okay, right now, beside me, I have the lick, delectable smiley with your eyes. Aww. She smiles with her eyes, her ears, and mind. <laughs> and that is Christine Tom West. Aww. Hello, guys. <laughs> and you know, this man that always finds a way to just jump in and out of the show once in a while. The man with the sexy voice. The oxy, oxy, oh, oxy. oxy. 
The horse thing. Horse key. That the horse enter your throat. No, the horse. You key. said horse, horse. key. When so the, the horse, horse held the key. No, when the horse swallows the key. Hmm. That's the horse key. Wheezy. It is I. It is I. Yeah. Now she how? Me how, ma? She how? Me how? Okay, right about now. So I want to ask you guys. What are the craziest things that you've heard about me, Taffy? Yeah. What, what have you heard? Okay, let me tell you one I heard. Mm -hmm. I heard that somebody said that I used to, I used to cultivate and harvest sweat of people on the dance floor, and I put it in a calabash. Huh. So I, I need to say it the way they said it. She takes sweat. <laughs> smelly sweat. Smelly, smelly sweat of people. <laughs> And uses it, puts it in the calabash oh to take their destiny. First of all, oh destiny no. of a smelly sweat. <laughs> smelly sweat. That's a smelly destiny. That's like, <laughs> like if somebody wants to use your destiny to make jazz or to make voodoo, to make money, it is a smelly sweat. So wait, your sweat did not bring you money, and I want to collect it from you to go and bring money to myself. I've, that's what I've heard. So what? Which one have you guys heard? Ah, you hmm. can smoke. Oh. Eh? Eh? She, she climbs down so like this. Eh? I heard that. I heard that. That before I climb on yeah. the, that, that I smoke. Not just smoke. That you smoke weed. Mm -hmm. Jesus. Yes, now. Oh my what, God. What a diet. <laughs> like you know, people people who know me as yeah. your friend, they would say, "But Afa, yeah, the smoke shot. Yeah, stop." I said, "No." Are you serious? Say, Baba, no, they why me. You know, I thought. <laughs> Oh my God! I actually thought that that era has passed. Cause when I just started, I remember being on stage one day, and I was so energetic. I just saw that some small, small nylon bag with small, small things like seed were thrown at me on stage. <laughs> and the guys were I just said, "I say, oh, bassy, bassy, take on, take on. put it where it belongs. Put it." I'm like, "Put what? Where what belongs?" So the dancer, the male dancer that were on stage with me. I think one of them does takes weed. So he identified, they said, oh, more, this is not free something. I was like, free what? They said you should take it. That they thought that that was the source of your energy, that I should take the, the weed. So you have actually seen people who know me. Is it, who, is it dancers that said this to you? Is it dancers that said I smoke? Or just regular people? The, the, the one I heard from said dancer. Okay, you call, you, was it yours a yeah, dancer? Yes, regular, no, regular people. They actually think when they see the way you're so energetic. Okay, so they think I, I, I went to go and smoke. As a source of your energy. Source. Hmm, yeah, the liquid matter. Okay, which other one? Apart from weed, they just think you're taking enhancing drugs like hmm. one like athletes use. Like water? No water. Oh, water athletes. Steroids. steroids. I feel attacked. Steroids. Steroids. Why would I take steroids? I don't do that. Do I need that kind of yeah, just some people use it for performance enhancement drugs. I don't need it. I'm not even in a competition. Why would I want to do it? Now wow. Well, if Teddy will not use <laughs> Exactly. Why would I use it? What other what other ones have you guys heard? What's I've heard just about money. Okay, what's what what? I love money. Yeah. I like, eat money. Yeah, you take people's money, <laughs> like you don't money. pay them at all. And they keep coming the back. I had most was one of them, um, Calabar. 
Okay, Calabar Carnival. I did a job and then scored money. That was a popular one. A popular one. But you were in Calabar. I was never in Calabar. Your brother was. was in Calabar. <laughs> okay, you were in Calabar. <laughs> Okay, what happened in Calabar? I saw how the mayor begging you not to show the angry. That they were owing us money. So it is out there in the open now. Yeah. Yes. I think what people fail to understand is that in the business, there are losses. There are, there are, there are times where things go good and times where things go bad. Mm-hmm. I think what is really painful is what is really painful is when people who have repeatedly gotten jobs from the company mm-hmm. and have always been paid turn back around to say they've never been paid just by from one case. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? True. I think that's the one that hurts the most. I don't think I'll really be mad at anybody who hasn't worked with me before and feel I squandered it. The only thing I can do is offer explanation, which I think we did um, generally in Calabar. And it took me then almost five months to pay me. I had to find a way to pay everybody with my cash. And I've been doing it for three years back to back. Every year I do Calabar in December, I don't get paid till May. Sometimes till the next Calabar. Wow. Ah. That is how bad it was. And it was so painful that I wake up in New Year's Day or in the, uh, in the New Year receiving, instead of blessings, insults and curses and death threats. I said, over how much? 20,000, 30,000? There was a particular case that it was so bad that my husband was like, whatever we have in the house, if you have to empty what we have, send it to this guy. The moment we sent him the 20,000, that same instant, he sent a message. May God bless you, people. Thank you for. I was like, wow. really? Such wow. a switch. That switch was the greatest switch I've ever seen in my life. In the Boski de Glikwe Right, right. What, what else have you heard? Um, <clears throat> if I was like relate what I heard then to our time now, like that in the Boski. And in the Boski. You can take five points to your. Hey! Don't faint, don't faint. Five boys. Say the same. Okay. In, in our time now, it means, like, from what I heard before, okay. that, that your guys in your. In my, my your company. Like, boys, you now as you are in my company now. Yeah, like, we now as your guys in your company. Guys. Yes. Handle us. Handle what kind of handle? You need to say. See, this this show is unhinged and unapologetic, so you can say it as it is. Okay. The way I heard it. Yes. Was, no, a little why? No, a little why? A little one and a for PH now. It's more like say, say, all those guys say like they fuck everybody. What the hell? Segba rasata. I must be very, very energetic. Because of small yeah. sensual dance, or is it Saru? No, it's I think. <laughs> especially when we did um, Love Like a Movie. Yeah. Oh when, my God. When you, when, when you did a dance with. Um, with um, that, what's his name? That musician. Musician, that Sammy. Sammy. Yeah. Sammy. Yeah, so I went backstage and I fucked him. <laughs> Afterwards. Mama. Is it like a dance? She was like, she, she, she slept with Sammy already, right? Uh, right there, everybody the went bizarre, man. Yeah, okay, okay. They were so aroused that were like, fuck, that was amazing. So it was so good. They did it. <laughs> wow. Yes. So, on top of that, so I think the person who said it, I will, I'll, I'll forgive him. He had a fantasy. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, you know, usually when you have a fantasy, it's a man with five w- women. But in my own case, I'm a woman <laughs> with five guys. I'm the Indabos. Liquid Meta. Like, come on, I don't know how that will look. See, the only other way I see that is gang rape, but if for the girl, <laughs> no, you know what I'm saying? 
right? Like, but for me to be the one going like, hey, you, take me from behind now. No, no, no. You, come, come, come. Stay on top. No, hold up, guys. Okay. I don't, I, okay, trying to even think about it. It makes me look like a porn star director. Let me just hold up on that. But I'm like, that was weird. When I heard that, I was like, huh? First of all, I thought he said, I was lesbian. I thought being around girls was the problem. That I, yeah. And I tried to, I've always, I've always been around guys since secondary school. In fact, when we go for tournaments in school, for basketball games, the girls are going to go to their the dorms, the guys are going to their dorms. I'm the only girl in the middle and the guys who sleep surrounding me. I've always had that energy where guys protect me all the time. I've always had that energy without even asking. And there's so much mutual respect that they all would shut down their differences because I'm there. I'm like some kind of voice of reasoning of some sort. You get what I'm saying? So I'm like, for me, I didn't even see it that way. I see it as for, a, for guys to come around and listen to a woman, I feel, I, I, I also receive the respect that they give me. Yeah, it's very, yeah, it's very like, even no matter the age, yeah, no matter the age of the guy, if, if I had to talk to a guy, I need to give me respect. It also makes me feel like I have uh, accountability partners because that guys are very vocal about what they don't like and what they like. So they, sure. they can tell you immediately. They can almost, you understand what I'm saying? They're not like women. Like, so because of that, I, I move around with guys a lot. And that's been from primary school, secondary school. It was when you're getting to secondary school, your mother thinks that moving around with guys means that you've slept with everybody. So I think it's a general society thing. The moment an African woman in an African family or community, you are seen with a guy, just seen, you have slept with him. Let alone five guys. <laughs> so I am seen as in I'm some kind of Herculean princess in some guy's mind. Though. That's queen. I mean, one particular assumption I, I always get is every single place I go, whether it is corporate, or non-corporate, when there's a conversation about breaking the Guinness World Record, the next thing is, man, whoever did that, they try. <laughs> they try. I said, no, I'm doing backhand spring, double layout, pike, and I'll land on the guy, doom, on his day. Yeah? No, because every time they see me, sometimes even when they're approaching me, they're approaching me from that angle of cinematic mindset. Right now, there's a stunt double in their brain. And they're like, Kathy, my God, like, I don't just know. My guy, they try, Sha. You try. Sometimes I'll push them forward. I'm like, what kind of try? You always say try. Like, you know what we are saying. Ah, you go finish, man. You go finish. I've even had, I've even had a male choreographer. Some of you guys know. Approach me before I say, Mimi, I go part. <laughs> he works. Bad with him. Not really bad. It will literally just be that. bad. The guy was like, he, he said, man, Kafi, see, I can just see it. By the time I can, I can, when I, when I hanged you and you hanged me, <laughs> and I'm saying, uh -uh, we are hangers. Hangers. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, the guy was like, I can just see that we are going to be bad, Kafi. I can just, and he would say it as if it's a conversation, but I can tell there's a, yeah. you know, he was like, we can just be talking about, Show or whatever, the next thing we like, man, if me and you knock, go bad. As if it's something that we're going to display the next performance. Exactly. <laughs> like there's somebody that's going to sit in the audience and say, you guys are bad. You bad, you got it, you bad, you got it, you bad, you won, you bad, you won. 
So I get that a lot. Even in uh, in corporate meetings, to just say, um, sorry, uh, guys, this is Kathy. She's the one that uh, broke the Guinness World Record. And the moment I just look at the men's faces, you're a strong woman. <laughs> you deserve a handshake. That must be a major feat. When the meeting is gone, the person will come back again and say, how did you do it? I would think it's an innocent conversation, but it has to do with the process. Man, your man is trying. I hope you don't overpower him. And I said, no, I have, I have whip and, and, and a gag. I think, I think that's what they think. Fifty, like, shades. 50 shades of Kathy. <laughs> no, 50 shades of K. Of K. Mm. Of K. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Mm. I'll watch that. You watch that? No, I don't think you want to see me in my Fifty Shades. Hmm. Okay. Oh, no, I don't. <laughs> I just helped you guys. I took you guys to a particular destination. <laughs> and you stayed there and you were spoiled. <laughs> see your lives. Okay, what other assumptions have you guys heard? That you have um, an Ojat. Oh, do you have another child apart from children and Eliana? <laughs> <laughs> I ring a bell on that. I have like four kids or three. The one that I have heard <laughs> that was being argued, the person that was telling the person didn't know that he, he whom he was telling mm-hmm. worked mm-hmm. with me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he said it was like, it, the guy said, it, it was saying he didn't tell the guy that he worked with me. He just said, Ah, coffee. Ah, I want coffee. Coffee. Coffee has like um. There's one nine year old. Don't mind what it is, but there's even there's even one child that uh, she gave birth to for one of those peace square people. One of them maybe Peter. Hey, 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 hey. uh, this was uh, those ones are secret babies now. The one should be nine. <laughs> they said he said the guy was now showing like with using his hand to show the height. <laughs> now, by now, I know people want to lie. They they find. Animation for the line. Yeah. He said, by now that child should have reached um, about this height. And after finishing the lie, then I said, Hello? Yeah? I'm okay. And Sunny is a stupid guy. He said, he just made me a phone call. I was talking. He said, the, day, the guy was just looking at him like this. So you know I'm not in no talk. He said, No, now you know no, I'm passing. You know <laughs> then there was another one. That was my sister. My sister was in a salon making her hair. Somebody walks in, comes to make her hair. Then there was this old, I think she, she said, roll it or something came up. Then this lady just went on and on on how I take cocaine under the bridge in Shita. That, oh, there's a place in Suleri. Under the bridge. There's a place wow. in Suleri called Shita. It's a very notorious area. So you have heard of Oju Alegba, Shita. Bat, bat, bat. Ask your sister. Exactly. So she said, the guy, he was just being descriptive. Uh, Kathy, uh, she takes. Cocaine. Cocaine is even the minimum. I don't know what maximum is. Anyway, <laughs> it's the minimum of what she takes. That girl, they take. So everybody was out doing like, how do you know? It's like, ah. See, maybe when I talk to a person, they see. They say, see. My sister said she just waited. Waited for that person. Waited for that person to, to like, finish. And the next thing, she just, phone call. One phone call. And I was like, yeah, Kathy Luby. Yeah, you're coming to pick me. And I actually came to pick my sister also. I tried to remember the story very well. But the mm. bottom line was, when she mentioned my name, she spoke to me through that person. And the person that was saying the story was not asking the hairdresser, that was that lady. 
This bimbo says she answered loudly. I'm Cafe's sister, by the way. How are you? No. And she just mentioned that and she just left. I'm sure that person was like, she left bimbo did what they call drops mic. Drops mic. So that was my cocaine story. So what other things have you heard of as assumptions? Yes. That when you bring new people into the company, you make sure that they drop their brand or whatever they are running and they must only stick with you. That one is a, every organizational thing. That's not an assumption. When you go to a company, you definitely you don't... You, yeah, you cannot... Yeah, like my sister said, you cannot work with Cadbury. You cannot be in Cadbury and come and work with... Uh, which other? Nestle. Okay, Nestle. Nestle, yeah? Nestle. That's a, that's a protocol. You can't. You have to drop whatever you're doing. You came there for a purpose. You cannot have what they call conflict of interest. So that's not an assumption. That is ignorance and on on education. Yeah, because I was like new, so yeah. I was like, okay, wow, is that how it is? And that's that what it is. From a dancer in the same company. In the same company that told you that. Yes. But let me trying to give you information. The information. I mean, probably you were saying it. Well, you were saying it from a negative perspective. Yeah. That you have to lose yourself and yeah, you uh, be yourself. Drop everything just for her. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, the name of the company is called Cafe Inc. So I think they confuse the idea that the name of the company is Cafe Inc. So I say drop it for Cafe Inc. They probably think it's a personal thing. But you know what? I think people should realize that when you come on someone else's vision, you can't bring yours in play. Mm-hmm. You have to, you have, the only reason why you're in that vision is it aligns with yours. So you do your part there. When you are done, if you got to go, you got to go. But you can't come into someone's vision and be planning your own vision. You can't come in somebody else's company and plant your brand. There's only for too much gist. You cannot yes, be sir. in somebody else's company and earn money and earn salary and be bearing another person's name. And another person's it name. It does not work that way. If you are working with Otadola and you are beginning to work with Dangote, you are entering another phase and they are paying you for that service. If they are not paying for that service, you are earning money one way or the other through that platform. So it's just common sense. You understand? Mm-hmm. Which is and not the common. The reason why you need to understand that is because the time your business starts running, you might, you will not might. The things you struggle with in another person's company, you will start facing it mm-hmm. in your own shoes. Mm-hmm. It's just the law of karma. So the way you treat and handle it is the same way they will treat you, even worse. Mm. Yeah, 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 because whatever you sow, you shall reap is applicable mm. in every business. And it's in every life. business. Mm. So yeah. why, why you understand that ethics for you? For you, you understand that you don't. You're not dropping yourself. Mm. Really, um, you're more or less like stooping to conquer. You are receiving knowledge in a new environment. You are getting paid for it, and you are moving on because that's not your boss stop. Mm-hmm. That's just a moving point. Yeah. You understand when you understand that you will realize that you just need to do what you have to do for that level in order to be en- to enter your next level like computer game the difficulty level becomes higher as you ascend in a game that is the way life is and that is the way work environment is so it does not reduce you myopic mind that thinks it reduces them do you understand but somebody that is a smart-minded person will understand that the way I enter the space is not the same way I will leave that's a value that nobody can have to you Except yourself. Mm-hmm. Yes. So if you feel if you are working from a point of view of being used, you are going to be used because there's word in the there's power in the words that you speak. So you won't move in an environment and say, Father Lord, I thank you. Whatever it is that you need me to do in this place, I am doing it, and I'm excelling. You will excel. But when you enter a place with the mindset of slavery, that is all you get. That's why results are never the same. 
the learning environment. Everybody's perspective, perspective about life. It's different. And that's why I always let people know that service is not, service is not, doesn't take away anything from you. Some of you still struggle with that. You struggle with the idea that when you work in a company, you should be building your own brand in the company. Just because the company says we are brand builders, it doesn't mean you are going to uh, interrupt the process that the company has for building a brand. Mm-hmm. Building a brand doesn't mean that I want to say C-Fly is a brand now. Uh-uh. Building a brand is putting C-Fly in processes that is trusted for. And whenever the company is ready to send a representative towards uh, a cause, they are sending C-Fly. C-Fly becomes a brand by service, not a brand by title. Mm. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people think it's by, yes, yes. People, a lot of people think that it's, by, it's always by title. That should be when I came to Cafe, she, she, uh, she has this vision of making dancers become, everybody become a brand, everybody become a brand, but it's from a point of service. Okay, and the lovely lady's voice that you heard was my sister that was walking past and just had this conversation. I have to chip in. Her name is Miss Bimbo. Can I add something extra to this? A practical example would be joining the army. You cannot go to war with the Nigerian army and put on the uniform of American army. Mm. They will shoot you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because nobody will want to protect you. Even your teammates will mistakenly shoot you because they think you are the opponent. Mm-hmm. That is how it is when you are conformed to the environment that you are at. You blend, blend in to be able to achieve teamwork. But when you stick out like a thumb, it's easy for that same system to take you down. So you have to wear the uniform. You have to conform to the, uni- to the ethics of the Nigerian army. For you to wear the American army means that it's either you are for or against them. And when you go to the, to the war front, you might be the easy target because you are dressed differently from every other person. Mm-hmm. They believe that you don't have a team. Mm-hmm. So what happens with that is that your identity will be misunderstood and you will be wondering why you begin to attract a certain level of attack. It's because you put yourself in a position. You are wearing the uniform of somebody that does not have a teammate, somebody that is not conforming with what is a very... And you're not like you shouldn't stand out, but you are not respecting the ethics of your environment. So every time you step out, it's always going to be attack. Yeah, and another, another thing I think they should also understand that is uniform, that... I'm sorry, that uniform yeah. is not necessarily uniform. That uniform is equal to your perspective. That your, uniform your mindset. is slavery mentality. That uniform, that's why you see some people in this same dance um, industry, they keep dancing for everybody and they don't have headway. That is a practical mm-hmm. example of wearing the wrong, wrong uniform, uniform with the right team. Mm. You understand? So every t- everywhere you they keep thinking they are they missing out on something. Round. That's my problem. The truth of the matter they keep is that thinking you are missing out on the something. The truth about the matter is that, yeah. to be honest, if people don't know, and this is the secret of billionaires and everybody that has made it in this life, the way of the way up is serving. I always use the Bible as a reference point. Moses served. Joseph served. David served. None of us were alive when these people were alive. So if it's about fame, I think God is the most trustworthy person that can keep and sustain you. David is still being celebrated in Jerusalem today because he was just a psalmist and a king that conformed to the ways of God. So that means that there is no way you will make it in life without serving. You see that service, the more you serve, trust me, that is the farthest you will go because you've gained the experience of a king because you serve the king. You've gained the experience of the president because you served the president. Tomorrow, if that man dies and there is nobody around that qualifies for that position, who do you think they will choose? 
I even am very frustrated with the ideology of people coming to me and wanting to take and giving nothing back. Mm. That is what everybody does. Everybody does that. You come with a mindset of, as I come at my house, my life done better. You didn't come with, as I come at my house, I'm coming to give something for the opportunity I'm getting with that person. No sense of value, no sense of what can I do today for where I am. That is actually what equates the greatness that you're looking for. I'm just going to do my part. Do you know what my part does? My part is what, makes, what elevates me. My part that I'm playing for you is what elevates me. It's not what you did for me. What you do for you, what you do for me, elevates you. So if you can get it out of your mind that you're doing it for me, then you'll start doing it for you. Because whenever I'm doing anything for you, I'm not thinking about you. If I was thinking about you, even you, that are, like all of you are sitting here, you'd be out of my house. Because there are many things you guys are doing that comes out of the place of ignorance. And it can really be frustrating because how do I have to be the one to make a decision to say, you made a mistake, you can still stay. I still have the right to say, you made a mistake, you got to go. Because this mistake is totally against my ethics. So if I can look at you and your flaws and stick with you and your flaws, what makes you feel so special? What exactly makes you feel so special? I think sometimes some of you sit down and ask yourself, what is making you feel so, to feel so special in this environment? They, they, they feel they are doing you a favor. What is it? Can we, can we identify that favor? Because even if you're doing me a favor, you should be able to put it in pen and paper. Mm -hmm. What is the favor? What is the favor? No, you know a lot of people, they, they feel... Like, they what do you consider... Guys, what do you consider... If you guys have been they're, in this situation they're, they're before, dancing, what do you... They are dancing for, for, for coffee. You know? They are not so, dancing for me. They are dancing to earn the money that they come to pay. That, and not just that. I'm, saying, I'm just saying what it is. Mm -hmm. They are dancing for what they came for. Mm -hmm. They came to... When I call you for a job, yeah. me, that's me doing you a favor. Mm -hmm. That's me giving you what it is that you're going to go home to prove to them that is the reason why you can leave home. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's true. So if I don't do that, you're not going to have that. You're not going to get that fame. You're not going to get that respect at home. You're not going to get all of that. So I'm the one doing the work. I'm the one doing the favor. Mm -hmm. You obeying the job and performing the job is an obligation towards that yeah. call. It is not, it is not even serving. That is not serving. You guys are even missing what serving is. Mm -hmm. Serving is going out of your way to add value to something. That is serving. When you are doing something to make that thing look good, that's serving. But when this cup, um, this plant, if it's not watered, it's going to die, that's not serving. That is killing. Because there's an obligation, there's a fact, there's a rule to life that plant needs to be watered. And you are the one in charge of the plant. You have to water it. Not watering the plant is not even considered lack of service. I don't, I don't think about it like that. Because when, you get, when clients pay you for a job, you can decide to do the job as it is, or you can decide to go all out and add something to it that will make them see the value. I think service starts, starts from when you are selfless about what you are doing. That's when you serve. Joseph served, and Joseph served even more while imprisoned. He has every right to keep quiet in that prison, cause problem, He's made friends. He stayed in Potiphar's house. He stayed in the prime minister's house. He, he has made friends. He has allies. He can be a cost trouble guy in the prison. He can decide to become the prison warlord. He has the wisdom to be able to control the prison and become a problem there. Probably will have lost, will have lost his life by now, but he will have enjoyed what he thinks was his glory. But even in the prison, 
David did not change. In the prison, he was still serving. The guards were comfortable with him. He was the kind of guy they could leave his key with, their key with and go. And they know he's not going to try and escape. He was still serving inside that prison. And he also had the right to say, do you know what? I don't care about the king. Whatever is wrong with the dream, let him go and die. What's my business? In fact, now it's my time to take revenge on his <laughs> life. Now I know the key to the city and I'm not going to provide it. But he will have perished along with everybody else because seven years of famine is no joke. Seven years of famine. Or seven years of famine. Two weeks of lockdown. <laughs> One month of lockdown. Do you understand? Seven years of famine. And the, that's the, the reward of serving. When you serve so hard, when God decides to reward you for it, even the people that hire you will have to be forced to respect you at that level. Because they can't speak ill of you. They're going to have to speak of you in a way that connotes that service. That's why you see companies, when CEOs are, are, are celebrating 25 years, 35 years, people that have worked for so long, what do they do? They talk about the, the attributes of the person more than how much he brought into the company. You'll be, you'll be hearing he brought his amount, he brought his account. You're going to be hearing dedication, commitment, honesty, loyalty, whatever. My landlord in Yanga, he said one of the things he's benefited to today is because he worked in total. We always talk, talk and he was like, this company takes, takes care of their retired people so well. He said, I'm so blessed. I'm so blessed to have served in this company. Because if I had even tried to make my own, I, I, I have to deal with the wahala of being an entrepreneur. I have to deal with the wahala of when the economy is right, when the economy is wrong, when money is off, when money is off. But this company was established, and I decided to stop, support it. And I served it. And see what? The dividends of my service, even my children are benefiting. They are paying for my children's school fees. They are doing it. They're doing everything. It's practically, even all his operations abroad is total. So how do I share visions with dancers and say, I need to get to a total? And in the process of getting total, Sifler is trying to sell himself. P-Brain wants to sell his brand. Any time wants to sell her brand. So I'm telling all of you about this great vision of getting to a place whereby this company can produce top quality, creative brands. Mm -hmm. You cannot do that by trying to be the brand now. From every job, you want your name to be there. Mm -hmm. If I say, see fly, edit this thing, I want to write edited by see fly. If I say anything, go and say, dress by anything. When will that name, total, become total? Yeah. When everybody's name is in the mix, we don't even know what it is. But when Total is ready to celebrate the team that made it Total, your face will be there. It's up to you now to decide, am I going to be sitting to, at the right-hand side of the king? Am I going to be a subject? Or am I just going to be a member of the congregation? That is earned by service. Because you can still be part of the community, but you're not going to be by the king. You can still be supporting, and you're not contributing. You're not, you're not a voice. You're not... You're not a, a decision maker. You can't come in yesterday and say, um, um, I'm coming from a place where I have followers. Okay? If it's about followers, then everybody should be okay. And an evil person when they know to know, get at least 200, 300. 300 people is a lot of people. You can't even fit them in your house. So if it's by followers, you should be okay. 200 followers is enough to fix your business, to fix your business, to fix your business. But it's not about that. It's but about more. And you came to my business for that more. How dare you teach me how to operate? 
And how dare you try to come and sell Eniton here when the entire process of this company already puts Eniton in the great light. So when I say I'm, I'm working on brands, I am not working on P-Brain the Maestro. I am not working on P-Brain the Maestro. I am working with Peter Uzodima. Uh, so that wherever Uzodima goes to, the qualities and attributes that Kafi Inko in Magneto has placed in him follows him. So if he builds anything, even if it's not going to be P-Brain, this one, P-Brain itself, it's a baby name. In the next three years, it's not going to be, it's not going to be bearing that name. His focus and his vision will have changed. You understand what I'm saying? In another, in, another, in another three years, you want to be P. Then you think, you know what you just done to yourself? Because you did not build Peter. P is another work again to try and get people to understand what it is. Do you understand what I'm saying? But if we put all our energy, if you come to a company, just like we said yesterday when we were talking about Mr. Hubbard Igwe, when Mr. Bimbo made that, that, that um, um, remark, it said when Mr. Obedigwe asked Mr. Amechi, Mr. Amechi is Director of Communications for Access Bank Global. And he said, why did I hire you? He said the man was talking about different, different reasons why he hired him, gave him all the company, whatever. But at the end, they said, I hired you to make me look good. That's your job. If you're working for a Magneto, anything you do is a Magneto. Because at the end of the day, right now you're in the house of a Magneto. You are fed by a Magneto. They, your whole life is being processed by a Magneto. How you are going to move, what, what not to do. What, so you think all this advice I'm doing, I'm, I'm doing it for free. I'm just doing it. No. Exactly. So I'm doing it, I'm doing it to what cost? For it to disappear in thin air? No. When I was sitting down with the stakeholders meeting yesterday, and I'm talking about if I want somebody wants to do a business with me, am I going to say at the name of my business is Sifly, Kalistos, Korede, Nejo, Eniton, Tough Bone, and <laughs> <laughs> I, I, am, I not, am I not going to have to tell them one name? Yes. So when I tell them one name, what do they believe by the one woman name? They believe that there are a lot of people in that name that are going to be beneficiaries of that idea. You are not yet ready to be on your own. If you could, you wouldn't be here. If you could, you wouldn't need me. The only person in this equation that can survive by herself is me. Because you all are indispensable. If you don't agree with me, somebody else would. There's always people out there that would. If I have to pass through 1,000 people to get my dream, I would. If you have to pass through 1,000 bosses, 1,000 companies to achieve your dream, as long as your focus is there, you would. You guys need to even take this as a lesson. You cannot put the cart before the horse. If your mindset right now is you want to build any personal brand here, then you have missed it entirely. Because I cannot multi-brand my company. I cannot. I want to be a producer of brand, yes, but it's a process to get in there. And the producer of brand means that they are becoming a brand. My own definition of becoming a brand is having those qualities that being a brand in my context possesses. And I'm not going to announce anybody a brand until that is done. School. It's like a school of some sort. So the company is, has processes because we employ you guys first because you all come with this old feeling of I'm a brand. I can do it. I can, I, can, I can do the job. I can do the job. Then I say, go and do the job. Then you need me to tell you how to do the job. Then you're not, you're not the staff. The problem we're having in this country is a lot of people claim to be employable, but they are not because they come with their own agenda. Ulterior motive has become the natural okay. It's not even seen as bad. In fact, anybody that tells you, don't go inside somebody's business and sell yourself, you'll be like, you're blocking my shine. My shine. You're blocking my, my life. You're blocking. So 
put yourself in that person's shoe. Would you want somebody else to come in now? This is Cafe Incorporated. Tomorrow you are wearing dance machine. I expect me to be happy. Dance machine company. They are a company. It's not a dance group. So where does your loyalty lie? It's not a sellout to your destiny. It actually confirms your identity. That this is the kind of person that you are. How do you prove loyalty when you've never been loyal to anything? How do you prove it? How do you put trust to test when you've never, you've never held on to something for someone? Mm. How do you put service to test? How do you want to test somebody that don't serve? Or is it by spending three years in the place, one year in the place? It's about what you did there. And it is not for you to do an appraisal for yourself. It's for that place to appraise you. Even when you have bad bosses, your good job cannot be erased. It, mm. it doesn't... It's outshine. It's outshine. It's outshine. Hey. True. True. Hey. It's like, even when you leave the place, they're going to talk about you. Do you live like, your life like that? Do you stay in a place and say, if I live here, mama must miss me? Not just with you. Like this person, I say, mama, you never ask after me. Yeah, I can miss the fact that I just with you, but my work can go on without you. My life can go on without you. My business can go on without you. The relationship of missing, we have turned into sentimental reasons. You get what I'm saying? Let me miss your work. Let me miss your mind. Let me miss your ability. Let me miss your capacity. Those are the things that should be missed. Those are the things that lives out, out, after outside you. Build your capacity. You, will not, you yourself will not build a company and want somebody else to come and start selling something else there. All in the name of, you want to help your brother. You guys are sitting down here now. You're already custodians of almost a million naira each. You did not pay me anything to give you that money. And I can decide tomorrow not to give it to you. Did you work for it? Do you think my stay in my house made you, made you stay there? Some of you will think, some of you think that having you around is what I, I am looking for to show people that I have people. I have a God and it's enough. I don't need people around to prove that I have a vision. I don't. I wanted to show people that my vision can be shared is why i had people around not the other way around if not i was already a brand by myself before i started having people around me all of you saw it and wanted a part of that and you came for it so what you need to do when you come for it is to support the brand you, that you came for so that that brand will trust you see nobody nobody promotes someone that they don't trust yes nobody promotes someone that, that they don't love and if I send you on a job, it doesn't make it your job. It's the company's job. When it becomes your job, the time is coming. It will be declared. It's like apprentice. You go collect freedom. They will come celebrate you in your own space. Are you guys understanding that? You need to get it clear because I, I feel that this conversation, we know how it doesn't matter that it's a green, a, a, a gray area for you guys because there's this in between between asking you to do stuff and you thinking that that is already equated to you contributing. You are not. Even right now, as you guys are, you've not done anything to blow my mind away. You've not. You spend 24 hours of the day, half of the day, I'm not seeing anything. Do you know why I say I'm not seeing anything? I have not seen the contribution that came out of you. I'm seeing things that you are doing that came out of me asking you to do them. What have you done? What have you done out of your way? Even if you are doing it, how much of it are you doing? Because I am not slacking in my consistency, my sleepless nights, my hard work, my, my sacrifices to try and get what I told you I would do to be done. What are you do? What's your sleepless night about? Waiting for it to happen. Then now, you are not, I think you've equated your staying here as 
At least now we day here with her. Now we we. She be now we they tell and say <laughs> where everybody are insulting now we don't insult her. Mm. That's why Mr. Bimbo said in the conversation yesterday, he said the person that went to keep the talent, one talent, he didn't steal it, mm. he didn't squander it, he didn't gamble it, he kept it, but was angry at him. Mm. He was the only one that did not use that talent. So he said, do, do you know what that means? He was loyal. He was trustworthy. But he, was, he had no capacity. And no contribution. No contribution. Mm. He let me keep it safe. That's what you guys are doing. Let me stay with you. Let's be the one to say, Mama, ah, Mama, oh, Mama, yo, yo, Mila, oh, oh, I'm there. When I cry, you are the eye when I cry. When I'm down, you are the Mama, don't worry. We got you. And all of that, you now see that as contribution. If you're not in this house, I will have still cried the cry. I will have still gotten up and let's continue my work. Are you understanding that? Not that I don't appreciate it, but I'm saying you cannot sit on that I'm and come back. You, you cannot use that to measure it. You need to be worried. If I were you guys, I'm staying in somebody's house. I've stayed in people's house before. Sometimes I wonder where you guys grew up with the kind of conversations you've had and the kind of places you say you grew up. I'm wondering. Because me, I'm in someone's house. Oh my God, no way. I cannot not see. They'll be deciding whether me and the person, we, we both own the house. Not alone. Let, let alone... The house, I'm there because I came for a purpose. Some of you are sitting down here now. You have ideas in your head. You are waiting for when mama puts you on the platform so that that idea, you go and use it for yourself. That's when you are waiting. You forget that when you hold back idea, it's like somebody keeping boil and not busting it. Mm. That's great. It will, it will stay in, it will grow as callous, it will start to do what? Eat the flesh. It will start to smell. You cannot get another idea if you don't push out one. And where you plant the seed of idea, if it's out of a, the, the heart of, I need this thing to be better, it's the same way God, the universe, will be needing your life to be better because you are needing other people's life to be better. Do you understand? We've deviated from our topic, but I feel... This was also very, very important. Oh, like, it was like needed and stuff like that. Because yes. I just feel that um, I'm, I'm an, an example now. I know that a lot of people out there face a lot of challenges when it comes to young people. Especially the misunderstanding of when somebody says, I can help you, come and work. The offering of a job is one of the greatest gifts you can give a man. They said the, an idle man is, is a devil's workshop. And I don't think... I don't, I don't say I don't think. You guys have know what it feels like not to be called, not to have jobs, not to have anything doing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. How do you feel? Three months, you don't get a job, you don't dance, you don't do anything, right? There's somebody just say job, they I don't mm. think the first thing you're going to ask is how much. No. No. Your first, your first thing on your mind is, how is it going to be done? Let's yeah. go. Yeah. When in day, when yeah. in day. The first place you're going is when in day. Because you are, that's the way God created us. God God created us to what? He said, be fruitful and multiply. Means you have fruit in you. You need to sure. share it. When you do, when you become fruitful, yeah, you are a tree. You groom yourself to have fruits. You groom yourself to be plucked. You groom yourself to give. Do you understand? Then he said, you now multiply. Do you know why? Because where the fruits go, seeds are going to drop in different places. Mm. And those seeds, when they drop, they become trees. Those are your trees. I have thousands of trees out there. Some are not speaking my name, but they are my trees. They are eating today. 
because of my tree. Whether they declare it or not, it's my tree. What is my tree? God's tree. It's mine from a point of view of I'm a custodian of the light that he said I should come and shine in this world. I'm a custodian. I'm responsible for the beam where, where, where it should go. You understand? But I'm not in control of the, of the way it shines. I might block it. I might reduce the intensity because of my behavior. But it's not mine. I'm not the one. What if the light is too off now? Now, God, you can dim it. You can increase it. But to turn it off is in God's hand. And he said it's God's will. And the moment you're not doing God's will, it's going gonna, it's gonna to leave you. What baffles me the most, and I don't know whether people have a twisted idea about God, is for every time I work with people, I get them to see even my spiritual side. Because a man who fears God, you should know that to an extent. Like, there are some people that, even if they are, they are not perfect in ways, because I know that their intention, like me and my sister, we can fight. But I don't know, no matter how we fight, there are some things that can be communicated out of love, not out of hate. And no matter how we argue and vehemently disagree, sometimes we might not see ourselves, it never quenched the idea that we are sisters. Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. You have a with people, your mindset is that I'm going to see you progress, whether I, I like it or not. And you do a lot of bad things, and you fight, and you argue, and the person is still calling you, come on, just go and do a job. That automatically should earn you some kind of respect for that person. Because that confrontation or that disagreement is enough to, for the person to say, I'm not doing it. You're not obliged. And you shouldn't be in that position to say, now nah, because in, you don't get anybody else. The day they would have somebody else, you'll be shocked if you keep thinking like that. Because that day you think they're calling you, but they will not call you. What do you now do? In that, in, that, in, that, in that scenario, what do you now do? Yes, we'll be right back on Just Cafe. While we go on this break, don't forget to subscribe, give me a five-star review, share, and like this podcast. I'll be right back. Yeah, so the bottom line is, that's why all the time we have conversation, I, I keep saying, think it again, think it again, think it again. We are all being brainwashed to believe that until we are a brand ourselves, in terms of my name is on the card before we progress. I didn't start out like that. I was working for someone. I was working with people. Even as I am a brand, Kathy, I am a brand that is, can be subjected to work for someone and I am under that person's production name. I cannot go and sell myself there. I can't even go and be sharing card in that person's mm-hmm. concert. I can't do that. It's wrong. There are standards in the industry. There are standards, there are ethics. And you need to apply it in every part of your life. Do you understand? When I'm Mr. Bimbo, I keep using him because you guys all listen to him. He kept saying that, look, we are all leaders. We are all leaders confuses young people because they say we are all leaders. They not think that that means that as Buari's president, I am president, you are president. No, it is out of service job description and outline. If, you are, if your job at the moment is serve tea, serve the tea and please lead in that tea serving. Mm. Let people say, I don't know, this guy puts an extra touch 
to seven of tea. That's why you see the people that serve the queen are different from your regular butlers on the street. There's a certain level of degree. Do you know they go to school for that? To be able to know how to serve. The butler, the school for, for butlers. It's a school for that. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, there's a school yeah, for that. Butler. And they are one of the most highly respected people in all those rich homes. They are highly respected because they know the family. They are like custodians, they are like caretakers. Yes. From outside, you see him as a server. That guy is the guy protecting the house. That guy is the guy taking care of that house. You can put poison in the tea and serve Yes, the person that has, he has that kind of power. So for somebody to now say, you be the one serving my tea. You shouldn't see it as, hmm, me tea server. You should be like, oh my God. You trust me that much. To serve that exactly. tea. That's an honor. You understand? Mm-hmm. And you, you cannot decide to say, how does she like her tea? She's this way, this way, this way. You now realize that you're not going to make research. Her tea gets, she doesn't drink her tea on time. So her tea gets cold quickly because she's always working. I'm going to research on what it is that I can use to serve the tea. So that when it gets, she, even if she stays for four hours, she makes it warm. Then I graduate from serving my tea here, and all of a sudden, people are serving me tea the, the following day, and it brings it in a cup that, that it doesn't, four hours is still hot. You see that idea that it has, that contribution is one of the valuable assets that people look down on. Because that's an initiative. That is the person that they will give the company to handle. Not the guy with PhD. It's that guy. The reason why he was thinking about cop is because he was restricted to tea. It means that if I gave him car, he will look at the car again. The same way he went to research for cop, he will go and research for car. Because his mindset is, I need to, I need to do it better. Or how can I do it better? But some people sit on the, at least I bring the cup every day. <laughs> at least I bring the cup regularly. At least the cup never fails to be brought. So I don't know what the problem is. There's one person that comes one day and serves the microphone and say, wow, I love this. In fact, don't worry about my cup again. You start serving my cup. You say, hey, seven years of bringing this cup. Just wasted. <laughs> wasted. The person did not waste the seven years. You did. You spent seven years not graduating in mindset. You did. You should thank the person for retaining you for that seven years, for still giving you a place to feel like you belong for seven years. We all have to belong somewhere. And if you guys think the top is easy, I pray you reach it. But the top is not the kind of top. Just don't, don't misdefine your top. Top is being the best you can be at the given instance that you are. Every given instance, that's being on top. Being on top is not waiting for somebody to crown you and say, see Fly is the best dancer in Portacourt and I have endorsed him. It's Kathy. I am let, I'm going to put the things in place for people to know that you are the one that they should respect. If you don't have character, capacity, initiative, commitment, drive, passion to drive the Portacourt dancers to a particular level, it's just a matter of time. They will rush and bow to you at that moment. Out of all the work they normally do, betrayal, show, let them just come and show that so that, ah, let's like say, ah, see if I don't come back, but I got now, now inside we don't need to go, it just come, it just fresh. Why is that people, people still go? Why they still go? Because they came for wrong reasons. They find out that you now start doing things your own way, then capacity building, people now start building based on that person that you are. That's what I'm doing here. 
So if you're working for the company, you're working for the company. You don't have any other thing business for any other thing. Because in working for the company, you are working for yourself. Yes. Now, um, if, yes, like you said, one is working in your company and it's meant to be all about the company. Yes. But what if the person has, like, I won't call it, you can call it ulterior motive, but yeah. if the motive is shared to the boss, yeah. is it a problem? No. So there are things, that's why you see, every company has a direction of where they are going. You can bring you can bring ideas. People bring ideas. Sometimes that's why they have these uh, open meetings in companies. They even have one that is more or less like they call it brainstorm meeting. Yes. When they are doing brainstorm, this is what most bosses CEOs do. They sit down. This is twenty twenty. Uh, marketing, what's the plan? Creative, what's the plan? This one, what's the plan? You people wait for me to bring plan for you. Uh-uh. Fired. You are fired. <laughs> You are supposed to bring a plan out. What's the plan? And the plan always comes from who already you are. So let me, give, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Both of you, all of you, a question. You sit down. That is Chris Brown sitting down right there. Right there. You all claim to be choreographers. And he sits down. I said, I have a 12 album, 12 track album. I want to shoot the 12 videos. Start coming up with ideas. I bet my life, even the best idea you ever thought of in your life, you're going to bring it to that table. Yes. Let's remove Chris Brown and let's put Kathy. I bet my life that you look for the idea that you're going to go and tender. You're not going to look for your best idea. You're going to look for the one that is good enough. You'll be selecting. You'll be selecting. But wait, now I'm talking about the general space of the dance industry. Okay. You are going to be selecting. Because you want to keep some good stuff for yourself. For yourself. That is what I'm talking out of experience. That's what I've seen. You want to keep good stuff for yourself. For me, it tells me two things. You don't trust me. Two, you came in competition. You're in competition with that space. No collaboration. It's not collaboration. Mm. No, it's not collaboration. You can see, I can desire to be the CEO. But I have to go through due to due process to the, past, to the point whereby, even when I get to the point whereby I know what the CEO knows, the CEO can decide and say, you know what, I want to relegate to, I want to move to chairman. I think you can be the CEO. What people want to do is they, they want CEO to be knocked off for them. They, they want the guy to go for them. No, 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 no. You don't need to, they don't need to leave for you. Because of you, they can even create a different office. Yes. Stop, stop pursuing things from the angle of somebody, you need to take that place. That's not the best way to go. It still comes up. Yeah, you want to say something? Mm, I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to understand the... Because from what I believe, I believe it's not the same. Yeah. I believe some people, the way they work is that they like to... Like, even if they have, they have the, the, the idea, yeah. they are like trying to wait for the right time to shoot the idea. Because there are some times when you bring up an idea, it's, it, it sounds like funny, but it's true. What I'm saying is that when you say wait, you need to define it properly before we misconstrue you. Because like the thing is that when you are communicating... 
like the old um, scenario yeah it was don't put words in his mouth in what context are you talking about i just made an analogy and you interrupted that analogy okay in creating you said they are waiting for when to use the idea no no waiting for when to use the idea okay you see how the whole situation is and the idea oh yeah wait this wait this is a good situation i just said chris brown is on the table he has a 12 track album and he wants to shoot all the videos and i said some people Immediately, naturally, in this situation that we are in Nigeria now, with the current amount of dancers and the mindset that we have, everybody will want to kill themselves, even steal other people's idea, to try and bring it. Mm -hmm. Remove me, remove him, put me, or Bumi, or Ice, there. Is that same thing going to occur? That's my question. The same thing will occur, but, but by few, not by everybody. That, that's, that's what so, I'm saying. So we're talking about power of majority here. I'm not saying even with the, uh, Chris Brown own. Some people might be intimidated by the idea of Chris Brown and be afraid. Keep their own and wait for everybody to mess up first so that they can weigh their own with everybody else before they drop their own. Do you understand? Some people look for downfall to be glorified. Mm -hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? So I'm not saying it from the minority. I'm saying the majority will react straight from what? Chris Brown, without thinking it too much. Because they believe that if they give it to Chris Brown, Chris Brown, Chris Brown, it's going to, that's like the idea. He's, he's, you understand what I'm saying? That's, right. that's it. But you see that, that attitude of, I need to give my best one to Chris Brown. Because if I give it to Chris Brown, it's be, it's be that I'm the one that gave Chris Brown the idea. That, even that mindset is twisted. Because you, you are not doing it, and you're not doing it by doing this. Listening to Chris Brown. Mm. And say, what do you feel? How do you feel? I want to take on track seven, because that's what spoke to me, sir. How does track seven feel to you? Instead, you are going into, ah, find out how, I'm going to look for you, I'm going to listen to the track, I see the one that can go and prove, 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 prove. You understand? I was watching a seminar, and he said, this is the best way he conducts um, interviews, that he asked five people to come for the interview, and he told each of them the same thing, he said, the first one, he told them, meet me at 9 o'clock. He mentioned the place. Get me Kenicon Sports, let us say, Sports Illustrated magazine. Give me Sports, get me Sports Illustrated magazine. He said, the first one came and said, ah, because he was late, he could not get the Sports Illustrated magazine. He said, they have not done the business interview yet. One came, no paper, but excuse of, because he was late. Tangible reason, right? He said yes. He put it out. I think I'll find that video so you can watch the way he was teaching the class. Mm. He left it. So the second one came, had the magazine, came late and said it's because of the magazine. He came late. Mm. Are, you, are you understanding it now? <laughs> he said the third one came early. He said, he said, nah, the first thing, no, 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 no. Let me take it back. He said the first thing he told them was, um, you want to work with me? He said, yes. It's not like saying when you hear Bill Gates. Sir, I want to work with you. Well, he said, no problem. And he gave all of them. He said, meet me at 4 a.m. I saw so close. He said, the first one, that first of all, field was when I said, 4 a.m., he said, let that one go. He's questioning your decision. Mm -hmm. You say hi. You're asking how high. He said, 4 a.m.? He said, is the person good? He goes, but he said he doesn't want to know how good he is. He doesn't mm -hmm. want to even say, you know, we, now we are, I would I would say, let me just listen to what he got. He probably is a good candidate. He said, that's how you entrepreneurs mess up your business. 
Mm. You are hiring CVs to hire personality, mm. hire, hire what they believe in, hire them from, you know, the way they think. Somebody, you are telling him, boss says, 4, 4, 4 a.m., and you are the almighty Dangote. You are the almighty Dangote. You're not anybody. And you have been begging for this job. And Dangote says 4 a.m. And you say, ah, 4 a.m. is a bit too early. Mm. One I was trying to be cordial. Um, sir, can I make it 7, please? Because where I stay is far. He said, make it 7. Make it the time you want. But it's not getting, she, not, she said she's not getting the job. So back to the newspaper. Those that now came with the newspaper. One came with the newspaper on time. He brought the whatever. The last candidate came with different sports newspapers. Just in case. Whatever story he reads here, he might want to collaborate the story in other sports newspapers. So he bought different. He said, which one do you think I'll hire? The one that brought the different ones. They said, test two. He told all of them, after they brought it, you know they, they brought the, the newspaper. Where he sent them to is very far from where he is to go and get this newspaper. Mm. So when they now got there, he said for each of them, he told each of them, you stand up, stand up. He just told the person, okay, drop it on the, drop it here. He drop it on the seat. He now said, um, okay, now sit down, sit down, sit down. What were you going to do? Exactly. That sit down. Some people sat down on the paper like that. <laughs> do, do you hear what I'm saying? Some people just sat down on the paper like that. Some looked at it as, so wait, you're not even going to collect this paper from me. After I had different attitudes. So there, there was the one of, but you asked me to bring it. He said, but I've told you to drop it on the table, on the, on the seat. So don't hire that one. Do you get what I'm saying? They don't have the one that took it, not just took it, as he took it. Ha! Huh, there was one that, <laughs> I think he even mentioned what he likes to read. One even helped him make notes of the bullet points. He didn't even send that one to do that. He did a point where say one made a presentation of the bullet points of this other in case he doesn't have time to read the really? papers. He no, has sorry. gone he has gone to read the papers. So this is the same time of the night he told all of them this thing. And somebody still had time to read, to read all this paper. Mm. Summarize, it Summarize it for him for consumption. Mm. He said now that is your staff. Mm. Goes the extra mile. You see that extra mile? It's what you hire. Besides the other two, well, there are some departments that you put them. Those departments that they are, they are dispose, dispensable. It was the one that was what I am. Um, it was one that was all, also um, kind of like explaining the different kinds of staff we have, and that's a story for another day. Mm. You understand? Not all staff will become that staff that you give the mantle, and that's what you guys all need to know. It's not by virtue of appearance. It's not by virtue of being here. It's by virtue of contribution. I want to also say that, you see, when I was working with a, a boss that would wake up around 2, 3 a.m., I felt she was mad. In fact, I'm not really mad, mad like crazy, but I just felt, I mean, for crying out loud, we have 24 hours, and even the doctor says 7 to 8 hours is good enough for sleep. So why would any human being take a alien ship and decide to sleep for just two hours. But as I grew older and I became much more ambitious in what I wanted to be, I find myself waking up in the middle of the night and being worried about what the next step would be. I was able to understand what she meant because I saw the results of the overnight. But when I grew up to a particular point, as in when I matured 
it's not about age now it's the maturity of the mind when i mature to the point where i started thinking of how to grow the things i have i understood the reason why the early morning the midnight calls were very very important you see it's like a process of growing a tree or let me use an example of a butterfly a butterfly starts from the pupa stage it caterpillar, into, caterpillar it forms, I mean, sorry, it starts from the caterpillar, no, from the pupa to the caterpillar, then lava, lava, lava to the caterpillar stage. That stage, he doesn't even know that he can fly. He's still crawling in the dirt. He thinks that that is the stage where he's supposed to be, but he does not know that. Some even get very fat. He does not even know that. He, he as chubby and chunky that it feels that oh, for me to be on the floor, that is where I belong to. Then life happens, and he finds himself in the next stage of the cocoon stage. I think that's the, is that the pupa stage? That's the pupa. Yes. Pupa. Yes. So he enters the pupa stage. Now, the pupa stage is the most important stage for every man's development. Pupa stage determines whether you fly or not. Mm. Pupa stage, you do not need as much help as the other stages. The other stages, somebody can pick up a caterpillar, I mean, from the floor and put it on the table. A pupa stage, you are stuck on the wall. Stay like in one place. This. Yeah, there's one mm. place. You have to stay in one place. That's the position of service. Mm. Mm -hmm. mm. Now, when it gets to a point, the pupa is like a cocoon. It can't move down. It can't go out. Everything he wants to eat is in that stage. Without that stage, remember, he has to pass through that stage to fly. Mm. Now, the pupa stage is a duration that you cannot break. If I wake up in the morning and I take a blade and I say, ah, this butterfly has been suffering since, please, let me just help it remove. We did a practical. By the time we sliced open the pupa, the half-formed butterfly fell on the floor and the wings could not flap. We did not know that during the pupa stage, when it is time for freedom, blood, something like blood in the system of the butterfly shoots to the wings and allows it pop open it it without life. that process if we cut the process of that pupa of that injection of the blood to the brain and the wings if we cut it there is no way that that butterfly will become a butterfly but the butterfly itself has to mature to the point where that particular wonder happens to the system then is able to spring out and become a butterfly Sadly, not all pupas become butterfly. Because even the surface of where the pupa is placed matters. matters. Mm -hmm. If it's placed on the leaf, any windfall, that's that where the pupa is dead. There's no hope. Now, remember that if you, look, if you want to look at the texture of a leaf, a leaf is soft. That means that when rain bounces, everything bounces, it fills it. I'm sure that when it bounces, the butterfly, about to be butterfly, believes that this is the best surface because it allows him to feel the rain, it allows him to feel the rain. In fact, it's making it bounce, so it doesn't really feel the impact. But when the real rain and storm comes, those are the first pupa that are washed away. Comfort zones are waste zones. Any zone that you stay in, that allows you feel good, feel good, feel good. Watch it. You might not survive the storm that is coming because that person can embarrass you, can destroy your life in the midst of the process of you feeling good. Mm -hmm. But 
When you see a pupa on the back of a tree, who has seen the back of a tupacho tree? It is fixed to the ground. The, it has big branches and it has big leaves. So when the wind comes, there is protection. But whenever wind blows, wind does not blow to its side. Whenever rain falls, rain does not reach that side. So it's almost looking like this is the, not a good location. Look at my, co my colleagues in the leaf. Look at my colleagues under the, uh, inside the grass. Look at my colleague at the back of a frog. It looks like they have freedom until the storm comes. The reason why God always places us under mentorship is because that is the safest place for you to grow and become a butterfly. I hope I'm, you understand what I'm saying. Yeah. That is the safest place. Now, I, me, I find it as a privilege to find myself live under the house of so, a person that is accomplished. That means that God is about to produce for me to produce an accomplished person. Because or else you won't even find your way here. You won't even be in that house if there is no plan. You understand? You the won't even be there. You, even, life you understand? It's determined life. by the lecturers that lecture you. If you go to Harvard, you cannot have the same result of someone that goes to Osu. When God now decides mm -hmm. to give you scholarship into Harvard, it's because He sees Harvard quality in you. When God placed me in that place that I was, I came to the understanding that God needed me to be trained by the best in maybe not the most comfortable environment, but because of what He has for me in future. So I think the best question that anybody should ask is, why am I here? Because if you are finding yourself in the environment of the best of the best, there is something about you that you need that person to birth. She's like a midwife. You guys have come into a place pregnant. Midwives are important because no pregnant woman can give birth to a child by herself. Even if she's a Hebrew woman, they still need somebody to pick the baby. So it's a process. Once you take a blade and you say, let me have this butterfly. It's been hanging here. Let me free. That butterfly is dead. So don't, don't allow it to be a dead on arrival situation. I always say it every time. Whatever certificate you get in service, it's your name that is written there. The insults do not appear. The sweats do not appear. The late nights do not appear because that is the result you get for those things. So I'd rather be in the preparatory stage of knowing what stage I am in, if I'm in three months or four months or five months pregnancy, than for me to question why I'm pregnant. Because that's an insult unto God that puts me in that situation in the first place. He is intentional. The Bible says that he knew us before he formed us. That means that there's already a book that's written of Callistus in the chambers of God, that God is waiting for the manifestation. The Bible says that, he said, the, the heavens are waiting, they are waiting for the, they are eagerly waiting for the manifestations of the sons of God. Like this, this is their position. They are watching your mistakes, they are watching everything for the manifestation. So, ask. Be with, look at your environment before you think. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Bimbi. Always full of wisdom. See, 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 let me tell you something. One thing you need to realize that wisdom is not gotten by fairy tale. 90% of the time we share wisdom is from experience. And experience are good ones and bad ones. They come together to form you. That's why it's the case of the blue pill and the red pill. What you should 
concern yourself is not when mama shouts or when mama is kind. It's concerned that mama is doing for greatness and that's what matters. So for me, I don't concern myself about when it's going to be bad and when it's going to be good. I'm focused on God cannot let me down. So in periods whereby it is painful and hurtful, I have to cling on to him to say, ha, huh, I know, I know you are doing something. I know you're going to let me down. I know you're going to let me down. And, and he has proven, even just this morning, we just got a miraculous one. Yeah. He has proven beyond me reasonable doubt that when I tell you I'm for you, <laughs> let it be two years, let it be three years. When I tell you I'm for you, I am for you. You guys are looking at me. Stop looking at me. Start looking at your God. Stop focusing on me. Stop focusing on me. Focus on your God. Because if you don't trust God for bringing you here, I am useless to you. And I can give you all the golden nuggets that God has given me. You will not be able to identify it. You'll be seeing gold, you'll call it wood. Because you don't understand that the wood inside it is gold. You can't. You can't think about it. You can't think through it. So whenever you get stuck, whenever you get, you get broken, whenever you get confused, just tell God, I'm here. And I know I'm here because you made me here. I don't know why. I don't know what else I'm going to do. But right now, I need to be there for me. And it's got to be. And you cannot tell him God to be there for you. For you and you are not there for anything. You stand for something or you stand for nothing. You have to stand for something. He has to use something to get you out of your problem. If, have you ever seen a situation whereby somebody has been doing evil, evil, evil to someone? Like you are, you are blatantly evil. And the person that you, you do evil to, one day is dying and is reaching out and saying, give me water, give me water, give me water. At that moment, you have the, the, you have the feeling to say, I'm not, in fact, go to dance to bad rubbish. The rich man and Lazarus. Exactly. And you have the, the state to say, oh yeah, take the water and drink. Me, I'm the type that I see it as an absolutely great privilege for that guy to ask me for that water. After all that evil, I want to be that person that I'll give him the water. Because the same person that committed that evil is going to go and tell people that I nearly died and I had to get water from this person. You understand what I'm saying? So that, for me, is the lesson of life. Do you know what that means? That's why I kept telling people, nobody can cheat you. I know they understand. I'm sure some people think it is my code to say, let me cheat you. I no complain. No. With the way all these things I've heard about these assumptions now, it's very safe to say, even when you say that, they'll think that's what you mean. Nobody can cheat me. You can hurt me. You can do what you can't cheat me. Because whatever I give to you, I give it to you to mean good. But I've actually also planted a seed for myself. And I know that the good I did for you would speak for me. You understand? And I don't need to, I don't need to wish you to die. I don't need anybody bad to happen to you. The things that should happen to you, that God will allow happen to you, will be worse than death. And sometimes it takes an inner eye to understand that that worse than death might not even mean that you see the person rot or you see something bad happens to the person. The person can be alive well, driving Range Rover or whatever, but something and circumstances in his life that he will wish he would not do, that he will avow that over my dead body, not over my dead body moment that God will give him. Sure, you get what I'm saying? So for me, understand life more than anything else. You're wasting your time, oh. Mm-hmm. You're wasting your time. I'm telling you, you're wasting your time. And your, your time is not going to produce value if you're not using it. True. 
When you say somebody waste time, it's because of use, not because of lack. There is time. But what are you using it for? It's a commodity that you and I have in the same number, same amount. That's the one thing that God gave all of us. Same amount. 24 hours a day. We all have it. We all wake to it. But what you do with it is what matters. Because another variable has been added to that mix of time. Death. You don't know when it's going to come. Pray for long life and everything else, but you don't even know the time capsule God put you in. Whether you're a 30-year-old time capsule, a 70 year old time capsule. You know, there's a time capsule that God decided to even increase. I wanted this guy around 18. But I say, one or two things till day. <laughs> May I live on to 72. You don't even know. And there's some people that God say, I want to make you 72, but ah, if he go, they could if he scatter and walk before he reach 60. <laughs> Let me take him at 50. It's like, uh, what's that king that his time was done? He could beg God, beg God, beg God for more time. Is, that, is, is it him? Yes. Yeah, extra time. He did not get the glory of the, the time that he should have just gone if he knew. He should have just, if he knew, he should have left. He shouldn't have asked for more time. One more time, no problem, I give you more time. But I was done with what I needed to do. Share you get. Right now, you guys are, you are, one of the, you are one of the luckiest people in this world. I'm saying that because even I wish I had, had me telling me this. Having people talk to you over, over, over again, over. Hey, God, that is the blessing that hey God, your, your mama, papa pray where? Then pray for your house. I'm telling you. How many young people have this opportunity? But some of you, some of you, some of you look at Instagram and. I see their mother's prayers nudging them, pushing them forward. Places that they cannot get to, pushing them forward. Because words are powerful. There's what they call prayer bank. Prayer bank, uh, it's relevant when it's time for the for withdrawal. It's not your prayer most of the time that the, that God withdraws. It's the stored up prayers from your ancestors, from your mother especially, that it withdraws and used to push you, catapult you to the next level. So you enter into the circle of undeserved favor, favor. which is what I think is speaking on them. When I see them, that's what I see: undeserved favor that God has. Their mom had prayed them into. Because I saw their mom's picture for the first time, one of their performances. I was like, no wonder they had to be in this environment. Hmm. But God is cooking them for a greater purpose. But they don't even know. You don't even know. And you, don't be in a hurry. Don't, that's one thing. Don't be in a hurry. You don't want a half baked life. He got you. If I'm not doing what he needs to do, what needs to be done for you, he will remove you and take you. The next way, don't remove yourself before it's time. Do you get what I'm saying? Because look, as you are here on purpose, I am also on purpose. I'm also giving a vision. I'm also missing a vision. And if God says your vision, your mission is take this girl, take her up there. Take this girl, take her up there doesn't necessarily mean anything. If anything is unwilling to go, God is going to bring Fisayo. Do you understand? The thing is that the thing I asked you to do, but I continue to do it. That's, that's his own. You get what I mean? So, it's a matter of if you're not conforming to how my spirit, you are in my spirit, you are in my space. You can't come to my space and decide. This is my space. Do you understand what I'm saying? If I want to be in your space, I know how to be in your space, even in the same house. 
where your space helps me decide. Do you get what I'm saying? The fact that you are here, I'm also in my own training. I'm mature enough in the spirit to identify what I'm, what I'm learning. Some of you do, are not seeing what you should learn. You are seeing wrong things. So yeah, the things that you are learning are, are, are disappearing away from your hand. Do you get what I'm saying? So I'm on a journey. I don't think I'm going to cut my journey short for you. It's not a do or die. It's a do or do. I got to do it. I have to do it. I'm going to do it. You get what I mean? And if it is becoming too much, it's a matter of, you know what, I love you all. You'll see. But I think it's time for you to go and try it yourself. Try it your way. Maybe when you do, maybe you find your way. I've seen many people go, like go and come. And I wonder, why are you back? And I see people go and they didn't, they didn't look back. You could either one, either or. It's not my force. And those that come back again, I have to look at it and go and say, God, why? Am I supposed to? Is this a revisitation assignment? Or is just human being just sorry for where it messed up? And there are some people that my human side is saying, don't take them back. But my spiritual side said, that's the reason why you, that, that's the reason why you should take them back. So which one do you take our answer? Sometimes people think I, some of the decisions I make in my life are very easy. It's not. A lot are painful. But I'm subjected. I'm put in that place. And if I take myself out of that place, I'm still not going to be blamed. I, I just have to make a decision whether I want to stay there or not. So the consequence of my action is whose? So the consequence of your action is whose? Bam, bam. And that ends episode 34 because one episode has turned to like three right now thank you this is just kathy it's been a, in fact this is one of the most i don't even have a title for this particular episode because it came out of another episode so this is the on episode episode of the episode of the episode <laughs> and i it on the note of it's your light let it shine Yes. Wait for due process. And just believe in God. That's what it takes. God bless you. Thank you for joining me this week on Just Cafe. If you're not doing so already, be sure to hit the subscribe button and leave a five-star review on whatever platform you are streaming from. For show notes, links, and resources, please visit www.justcafepodcast.com. Follow me on Instagram at Kathy Dance and at Just Cafe Podcast. Until the next episode, remember, real change begins with you. Stay kind, stay true, and be better. Ha <laughs> ha!